That was pretty cute for a teacher, but right then I felt like Frodo trying to hide from Sauron's gaze, except my desk offered no shelter from the glare. Joss, Miss Arnett said, I believe you're wanted in the office. Please report to Mr. Nichols immediately. Yes, ma'am, I said. Take your bag with you. I doubt you'll have time to come back before seventh period ends. I shambled out of the room and headed toward the office. How had they known? The ice cream wasn't going to be eaten until after school. No one should have even opened the freezer for another half a period. I paused at the door to the office and took a look around. A flicker of motion tickled the corner of my eye, but when I looked down the hall, there was nothing. What the heck? Was I going crazy? Why did I keep seeing mystery animals? I took a deep breath and opened the door. Mrs. Diebold perched at her spotless desk behind the chest-high counter. She gave me a hard look, her pudgy face looking like it was carved from stone. Very pudgy stone, with wispy, graying hair creating a halo around it. Her smelly perfume dominated the room. Without saying a word, she pointed toward Mr. Nichols' office on the far side of the room. I went in. Ah, Joss, Mr. Nichols said. Please have a seat. Mr. Nichols sat behind his big wooden desk. As always, the desk held his laptop and about twelve stacks of papers and notebooks. He was a long man in every way. Long body, long face, long nose. His thin, dark hair seemed lost on the top of his long forehead. I sat down in one of the two chairs facing his desk. It needed a cushion. Mr. Nichols leaned forward with his elbows on the desk and his hands steepled, his chin resting on his thumbs. He sat there for a moment, his eyes flickering over me. My stomach clenched. He sat back in his chair. Heard an interesting story this afternoon from Mr. Talbot, he said. You probably had Mr. Talbot for math last year. You remember him, I'm sure. Sure, I said. His eyebrows lifted. Um, yes, sir. It seems, Mr. Nichols said, his eyebrows coming back down, that Mr. Talbot learned of a certain science experiment being performed today. A study of colloids, I believe. Why, I believe you were in the class that made the colloids, yes? Colloids, yes, sir. We made colloids in first period science. My stomach climbed up my throat. My parents were not going to be happy with me. And these, um, colloids were placed in the freezer. They were pure examples of colloids, untampered with. And it seems, when Mr. Talbot learned of these colloids, he took it upon himself to, um, study them. And what better way to study such colloids than to sample them? Oh, no, not good. Suffice to say, Mr. Nichols continued, that I have confirmed with Mr. Sanders that the middle of his six-period class was disrupted when Mr. Talbot burst into the room from the utility room. You know the room that has the freezer containing the colloids? Mr. Talbot burst in and proceeded to rinse his mouth out at the classroom sink. He rinsed it vigorously, and strangely the colloids he had sampled bubbled up in the sink. Soapy bubbles. My shoulders sagged. It was a double whammy. I was about to be busted, and I had not gotten to witness the legendary awesomeness of my prank. I wanted something for my efforts. So, are you saying, I said, that bubbles came out of his mouth? Course not, but there were some bubbles in the sink when he tried to spit out the ice, the, the colloids he spit in the sink. Oh, disappointment after disappointment. There had been no bubbles. I had been sure there would be bubbles. Mr. Talbot was quite confident that it would be beneficial to talk to you.
Mr. Nichols said. So here you are. Please, enlighten me. A sudden realization smacked me on the side of the head. They didn't know. There had been no witnesses. Mr. Talbot was gunning for me, but he had no proof. My stomach stopped clenching and started floating. I had to play this right. Well, I said, I'm not sure what to say. Why, why do you think it was soap? I made sure I didn't glance at my backpack, the backpack that held a bottle of hand soap. I had a skilled scientist on hand to make that difficult call, Mr. Nichols said. You'll recall Mr. Sanders previously taught chemistry at the high school level. No? Well, he did. Mr. Sanders confirmed that the bubbles looked distinctly soapy, corroborating Mr. Talbot's judgment that he tasted soap. Holy cow, Mr. Nichols was being sarcastic. I was in uncharted territory. Mr. Nichols, it sounds like someone picked my name at random and messed up my last day of school.